welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Today we're going to be talking about hormones. On Wednesdays, we like to, in the community and stuff, we do like to talk about hormones. I like to kind of give you guys some kind of tips or some information or just some other things to consider because I do feel like a lot of the times, especially with like weight loss goals or any type of fitness goal, right? A lot of people really heavily focus on just like being in a calorie deficit or what are your macros and doing certain approaches that are really just focusing on the general basics, right? Of, hey, eat this many calories, move this much, hit these macros and so forth. But oftentimes, right, if our body is resisting that, right? If we're eating, following our macros or following a nutrition plan, or we eating in a calorie deficit and we're moving our body on a regular basis, right? When we're doing those basic kind of fitness things and our body is still resisting, then oftentimes there's something deeper. And that's what we at Nixon Nutrition really focus on, right? We work with a lot of women who are feeling frustrated because there's, they're feeling that resistance from their body or they have other fit, like other types of goals and stuff. And they just feel like it's this kind of constant uphill battle, right? and their body's fighting them. Um, And so we really dig deeper. And one of the key, key areas that we work with women on is their hormones, right? And it does affect so many different aspects um, of our body and of our health um, and how our body functions and then also our entire quality of life, right? And so today I really wanted to share like, really like the key reasons why you really need to focus on getting your hormones in check. If you're, you have symptoms or if you have imbalances, even if you're in your twenties, right? A lot of times I have a lot of women, they don't really think about their hormones unless they're trying to get pregnant or they're getting close to menopause, right? But there's so much that we can do right now to listen to our body. And aside from just our sex hormones, but all of our hormones, right? There's there's many, many different types of hormones within the body and our endocrine system is very complex and it is very, it is very complex and it's very interconnected. And so this is again where one imbalance somewhere, if left unaddressed, if ignored, if you brush these symptoms under the rug and you just kind of continue on doing the same habits and the same things, then oftentimes it can get to a point where now it's affecting other parts of the body. Now it's affecting other systems um, and now it can potentially become a bigger issue. So again, really paying attention to signs and symptoms of potential hormonal imbalances. And if you feel like something's off, if you feel like your body's fighting you, or if you feel like you are exhausted all time, right? Or you just don't feel that great. Then this is where really try to take some time to dive deeper. And oftentimes women in terms of specific weight loss goals or fitness goals or fat loss goals, right? They can feel like they're doing 
all of the right things, right? They're eating healthy or they're kind of counting their calories or they're starting to work out and starting to exercise, um, but they're still feeling frustrated because their body isn't progressing in the way that they want to. And of course, there are factors in terms of how dialed in is your nutrition? Are you actually doing a, like tracking your macros properly? Are you doing the types, right types of exercise or tracking things properly, right? So those are definitely going to be factors. And again, that kind of very basic kind of surface level in a sense approach where it's like, okay, calories in, calories out, hit your track your macros and move your body this many times, right? That's kind of the very basics of kind of losing weight and fat loss and getting to fitness goals for the most part. But if we are doing all of those things, but our body is still fighting us or it is, we're gaining weight, then these are often signs that there's certain hormonal imbalances or our body's under a lot of stress, or we really like we're having issues with our thyroid or even like our body's ability to actually process like sugars, right? And that insulin response is being affected. So there are kind of typically in terms of weight loss and fat loss, right? Like we will start noticing symptoms um, and again, paying attention to those things. And so energy levels is another really key area. Also just how you physically feel, right? If you're having to constantly, a lot of times women will get stuck in this like, scenario where they're trying to decrease their calories, right? But they're dealing with a low thyroid or their body is under a lot of stress or they're dealing with insulin resistance and they are eating low calorie, their body's not responding. So then they just push their body more and more and more and eat less and less and less and push their body with more and more workouts and stuff. And they just feel depleted because they're not actually eating enough. Their body's not actually utilizing energy and nutrients properly. And they're also, their body's just not responding in terms of their body composition um, in the way that they want because they have these points of resistance in terms of their health. And so diving into that is really important obviously for body composition goals or weight loss goals or fat loss goals, but also, right, if your hormones are out of balance and your body is depleted, right, this affects every other aspect of your life. And this is, again, where it's not just for losing weight. Our nutrition, our habits, right, we're focusing on the way we move our body and our exercise and our calorie intake and our macronutrients, all of those things, they're not just important for losing weight because it's really going to help you have the energy, have the vitality, have the strength, and have the health, right, to be able to enjoy life at your full potential. Because if our hormones are out of balance, we're not feeling good, or we're dealing with certain health issues, right? It affects our entire life. It affects our relationships. It affects our mood. It affects our productivity, our energy levels, our focus, our motivation, our desire to go and do things after work or play with our kids or go places, right? All of these things uh, can get greatly affected affected by how our hormones are and are the balance of those hormones and just where our body's at. So like today I'm really kind of diving into like the reasons why we really need to get our hormones in check. And so if we're dealing with any potential hormonal imbalances, and I'm going to dive into a few of the most common ones in terms of not just weight loss and fat loss, but also kind of how it can affect other things. But like if we're dealing with imbalances with our hormones or any issues with our body or health concerns and stuff, it's going to affect our entire quality of life. It's going to affect any goal that we have, right? You have a business goal, you have a career goal, 
right? You want to travel, you want to like improve your relationships, right? You have big projects. If you're exhausted, <laughs> you're battling cravings, you feel depleted. All of these things are going to affect your ability to get those to those goals as efficiently as possible. And of course, too, unfortunately, a lot of times specifically for women and specifically for like our sex hormones, right? Like estrogen, progesterone, certain PMS issues, period problems. These are often major red flags that your body's needing some support or there's some kind of underlying imbalances that need to be addressed. But they have become so common that a lot of women think that they're normal. And so this is where oftentimes those things are brushed aside, they're ignored, they're just kind of put up with, right? Or there are certain kind of signs and symptoms that the body's like, hey, like something's out of whack, <laughs> I need some support, right? Those so things that you're doing isn't necessarily like helping me function as best as possible. And so we often just kind of brush it aside, brush it aside. If it's not too big of an issue yet, then we kind of ignore it until it becomes a greater issue. And so that's where, unfortunately, a lot of scenarios with even autoimmune disorders, right? There's often a stress component. There's often a poor gut health component as well. But then other kind of imbalances or issues, even like early menopause, right? A lot of like women can go through menopause as early as 35. Right. It's like, even though typically it's around in your 50s, like it can happen where it's as early as 35 due to chronic high stress, due to issues with their hormones. And so, really paying attention to these things before. And on the topic of menopause, oftentimes when we have these major, major issues and these major menopausal symptoms, it's often due to pre-existing underlying imbalances because of course, yes, there's shifts with their hormones, but the severity to the, like if you're getting really, really extreme symptoms, then often it's due to previous imbalances and stuff. So again, taking that into consideration, there's a lot you can do now, even in your twenties, <laughs> even in your thirties to better support your body later on in life and to age optimally. Aging doesn't have to be this horrible, massive ordeal, right? There's a ton of things we can do now to really support our body later on. And the biggest thing with aging, right, aside from just like general <laughs> wear and terror and oxidative stress, but our hormones, that's where we start noticing major shifts with our hormones. So even with a lot of the issues with aging, um, there's a lot we can do now to optimize our hormones, keep our hormones balanced and really support our body, even through those natural transitions later on. So I'm going to dive deep into things a little bit today, not like not too deep, but just really kind of talking a little bit more about kind of specifically kind of four key areas of our hormones that I've kind of touched base before, but again, kind of explaining things a little bit more and why, right? Why we need to really keep these things in check. And so the first, of course, as we often talk about it, I talked about it a little bit yesterday as well, but our cortisol. Right. So one really common imbalance that I was specifically with Nixon Nutrition, we often work with women, right? Because we tend to work with a lot of super motivated, perfectionist, goal-driven women um, who have these fitness goals, who have these big career goals, or they're busy moms. And so they're working full-time, they're raising a family, they have these fitness goals, and they have all of this 
just stress in their life, right? So their cortisol tends to be naturally like elevated just due to their lifestyle and due to their other priorities and stuff. But again, if we're not keeping these hormones in check, like our cortisol in check, then this is where it can become greater issues later on and affects your ability to be with your family and your ability to show up as your career as best as possible and your ability to have the, um, the response from your body for your weight loss goals too, right? So really paying attention to your cortisol and cortisol can get elevated through psychological kind of stressors and also physical stressors. So it really depends on the person. So even if you, so again, paying attention to your mindset and how you feel, like how stressed you feel on a regular basis. And if you're dealing with a lot of like psychological stress, then obviously get that in chat, manage that, learn certain stress management techniques, work on that, work on really kind of working with your nervous system a little bit more. But then if you're like, Hey, I'm not stressed at all right? I feel great. I have not a worry, all this stuff. And like, again, speaking on the topic of psychological stressors, like keep in mind, like stress could like, we can be in a stressed out state or a more sympathetic state in a positive way. So if we are, it doesn't necessarily mean like we hate our job or we hate our relationship or like anything like that, right? It could also just be that you put a lot of pressure on yourself on a regular basis, that you're a perfectionist, that you have high expectations of yourself, right? That you are really kind of like you work a lot and you care a lot, right? So it could be certain scenarios like that. But anyways, physical stressors, right? So aside from obviously the the stress that a lot of people think regularly is about, okay, like the, how stressed you are, like mentally, stress can also be physical, right? So if we are really overtraining, right, this can affect our cortisol. If we're under eating, right, our blood sugar is dropping really low, this can affect our cortisol. If we are not sleeping, right? This can affect our cortisol. Um, if we're dealing with a lot of just like gut inflammation, right. Or high toxicity or just like that kind of stuff too. Sometimes that can, that the like chronic inflammation can be a stressor on the body as well. So pay attention to these things, um, and doing a bit of like a stress, stress audit, (laughs) I like to recommend and kind of looking at certain things and being like, okay, like what could potentially be stressors in my life right now? And then therefore too, once you kind of have that idea, then really kind of trying to be as proactive as possible and actually addressing those, right? And if there are certain things like chronic gut issues, right, that you don't have the knowledge or the expertise in figuring out, like get it checked out, work with a professional, right? Kind of dig deeper into it and figure it out. If you're dealing with just like over again, chronic stress, like something that we do with a lot of our clients as well, because as I mentioned, like we specialize in hormones, we work with a lot of women and we work with a lot of just like in general, like higher performers and goal-driven women who just have a lot on their plate all the time. So stress is kind of one of the key, key things that we work on our clients with. And so again, if you are feeling overwhelmed trying to figure out how to manage stress, right? Then work with somebody. It makes a world of difference because again, really breaking things down step-by-step for you, giving you that guidance and taking all of the guesswork out. So it's really kind of like, and also the support. Like women have to realize like you don't have to do it alone, right? If you have a fat loss goal or a weight loss goal, right? And you're super busy, 
have somebody, right? It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be a coach, but have somebody in your life that can support you with certain things and help you with that, right? Because again, it's going to make the whole process a lot less stressful. Now, other hormonal balances, again, and like cortisol does play a role in how the thyroid functions too. So this can definitely affect things. It can affect all of our hormones, actually. (laughs) Stress, again, stress is such a key, key thing that we really have to pay attention to. But another really important hormone that we really need to pay attention to for fat loss and weight loss, but just overall general life is going to be our thyroid. And so our thyroid, of course, directly influences our metabolic rate, right? So that's going to influence our ability to lose weight, right? It's going to influence our ability to metabolize fat and drop body fat. And so if we are dealing with the underactive thyroid, right, then really paying attention to this because it's going to affect your body composition, obviously, but it's also going to affect your energy levels. It's going to affect your motivation. It's going to affect your productivity, right? If you're not very, like, you don't have much energy and you're not very motivated, you're not really going to want to do much. And then it's also going to affect your digestion and it's going to just affect how you overall feel, right? And how you just move about your day. If you're really depleted, if you're exhausted, right? If you're not really feeling like you have that energy throughout the day, it's really going to kind of drag the rest of the day and all of the things you do. And that's, of course, going to affect your mood. You're not going to be as outgoing. You're not going to want to do as many things with your like friends and your family. You might be a little bit more kind of exhausted and irritable sometimes too, right? So again, paying attention to our metabolism and our thyroid is super important, not just for body composition goals, but overall life, quality of life. Right. Now, another kind of key area in terms of her hormones. And again, this is where women will start to like notice more significant um, like signs and symptoms is going to be with their sex hormones, primarily your estrogen and progesterone. So obviously these change throughout our cycle, depending on which phase of our cycle that we're in. Um, and again, if we have certain imbalances, then this is where it can really affect PMS symptoms how we actually feel throughout each of those phases, right? And then also just like how our actual cycle is. And our cycle is such a key, key indicator of our overall health. So if you're having period problems, right? If you're having major, major cramps or really heavy bleeding or no bleeding at all and you're not missing your cycle, right? Really pay attention to these things because these can be really good indicators that you're dealing with some imbalances and your body needs some support, right? And so really kind of diving into not just your like your estrogen, but also your progesterone too. So your progesterone is going to rate like rise after ovulation. So if you're really stressed out, for example, right, or your body's really stressed out, then this is where we might not ovulate and we might have lower progesterone levels and stuff. So again, really kind of paying attention to both of those levels. And again, paying attention to your cycle can be really kind of good indicators that your body might be needing some support and like all the other hormones. If your estrogen's out of whack and your progesterone's out of whack, right, it affects so many different things or like not just our body composition, and weight gain, but can really affect our mood, right? So again, that PMS symptoms can really worsen depending on the degree of those imbalances and also like where in your cycle those shifts are really kind of occurring into what extreme. And so mood, 
if your mood's out of whack, <laughs> right? It's really going to affect how motivated you are and it's going to affect your relationships and it's going to affect your career and different things, right? So it plays a huge, huge role. So pay attention to those things. And then last, last hormone that I kind of wanted to talk about today. And again, a really common one that we work with women on is going to be insulin. Now, this is going to be really related to your blood sugar. And unfortunately, right, a lot of times, even with getting your calories in check, right, being in a calorie deficit, or even if you're eating the right macros, but your nutrient timing is poor, or you're dealing with issues with your blood sugar regulation, right? Or you're dealing also with stress because again, cortisol is kind of one of cortisol's primary function is to actually raise blood sugar levels so that it can kind of get your body in that state where it can like fight or flight, flee, right? So that's where, again, like cortisol's job is to raise blood sugar. And so if we're really stressed, this is really kind of driving up our blood sugar on a regular basis. And we can contribute to insulin resistance that way too, just through high stress. So insulin resistance specifically is really going to affect your body's ability to process glucose and use it for energy. And if it, we are dealing with insulin resistance, this is really can often drive us to actually store more body fat right? But then also it can really affect our cravings and just how we feel and like our energy levels. Because if that glucose, right, from certain sugars and from carbohydrates isn't actually getting into the cell and it's not being able to be properly utilized by the cell for energy, then this is where we'll still have cravings and our body will start keep craving and being like, hey, like I need carbs, I need sugar, right? I need energy, I'm exhausted. It's going to affect everything in your life. It's going to affect so many different things. And so insulin is going to really like our, if we're dealing with insulin resistance, right? And this often occurs when we have either chronic high stress or having these major blood sugar imbalances and like having those massive spikes in our blood sugar and so forth, this can really kind of lead to insulin resistance over time. And so really paying attention to those things. And unfortunately, as I was talking about before, a lot of times people will focus just solely on the calorie intake or even just on the macros, but they're not actually balancing out the diet optimally, or they are doing fasting like excessively um, or they're skipping meals right? And if like, it obviously does depend person to person, but where we find a lot of issues with women who specifically kind of we end up working with um, is that they are fast over fasting. They're having these massive spikes and crashes with their blood sugar. They're trying to skip meals to lose weight and then having this massive meal where they're trying to get all of their, their macros and their calories in and it's just like driving blood sugar and stuff up. And so again, these like massive extremes can over time um, contribute to insulin resistance on top of just general stress. Right. So again, really making sure that we're supporting balanced blood sugar. We're really not, we're really trying to avoid as many like refined and processed carbs as possible, focusing more on like complex carbohydrates that are going to be slower to digest and process. And then of course, too, this is where really paying attention to our stress and incorporating certain types of exercises like walking or resistance training can be really, really helpful. So again, it's the specific recommendations will vary person to person with all of these things, right? Everybody's very different. Your scenario is very different. And so again, the specific recommendations for how to address these things is going to vary, but 
that is a general kind of idea of what some common hormonal imbalances are. And again, how they're not just affecting, right? Your body composition and your weight loss and your progress with your fitness goals, but they're going to affect your entire quality of life. And so really pay attention, right? And get your hormones in check. Because if you are noticing right now, certain signs and symptoms and issues with your hormones and with how your body is kind of like with your energy levels, right? And how your body's functioning and just how you're overall feeling. Pay attention to these things because unfortunately, a lot of times people don't. And this is where it creates this journey of frustration, right? And it leaves you like having to sacrifice so much with your day-to-day and just like your energy levels and how you're feeling and your quality of life for a really long time or like worst case scenario, you ignore it and then it ends up being a bigger problem when it's like some simple changes like sleeping more, managing your stress, balancing out your diet, right? Making sure you're eating enough, really kind of focusing on like quality foods to help with estrogen detox, right? Those types of things can make a world of difference. And they're often very kind of simple and straightforward, but it's about really kind of figuring out how specifically those are going to work well in your life and how to optimize that. So again, if you need any support, that's what we're here for. That's what Nixon Nutrition does. And as a holistic nutritionist as well, like there's so much to like nutrition, right? And just like our mindset and our stress management and stuff that plays a really massive role with our fitness goals that a lot of people tend not to kind of take into consideration. So anyways, wanted to share some of that and hopefully found it was helpful. If you guys have any questions, uh, let me know. And I'm going to do my best to answer those for you and bring you value. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.